podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. On a Monday after about as bad a start to a Premier League season as Liverpool have had in the better part of a decade. You'd look back to the defeat at West Brom in Brendan Rodgers' first game. And that's probably the last time we were that bad. On the opening day, a 2-2 draw away to Fulham. A game in which we were outfought a game in which we were very, very lucky to get a point. If we're all going to be honest about it, we were lucky to get a point. Fulham deserved at least the one point and probably three. They started out with a level of physicality that we couldn't deal with. And then they just picked on our weak links. And by weak links, I mean weak link, one of them. You're only ever as good in this game as your weakest link. And our weakest link was particularly awful on Saturday. And people will try and make excuses. People will lie and say he was the best of the midfielders. But the fact of the matter is that Jordan Henderson is no longer good enough to start for this team. The truth of it is he's never actually been good enough to start as an eight for this team. If you look at his career at Liverpool, under Rodgers in 13-14, he had a six-month run as an eight where he played very well in a different system, a different shape, a team that didn't really care about defending, that was all at attack. There was no balance to that team. And ultimately, that team won nothing. His best runs under Klopp have all come at the number six position, the first half of the 16-17 season, and that four-month stretch in the title-winning season where Fabinho was out and he largely played as the six. Under Klopp, He's never impressed as an eight, not on a consistent basis. You can point to the odd game here and there, Everton away last year, as an example. You can point to the one mini stretch in the 18-19 season after he'd been dropped. And then he came on against Southampton and scored. And then a big deal was made about him going to the manager and asking to play a different position. And he had a half-decent run of games in that role then. But it was a run of games. It wasn't a prolonged stretch. It was five, six weeks maximum. By the end of that season, he was playing poorly again. His Champions League final performance was poor. So, the question that I need answered, not from Jurgen Klopp, because... Jurgen Klopp is never going to tell us what he thinks one way or another. Not truthfully. 
he's going to go with the positive outlook on things unless it's something he wants to criticize that's external to the club such as fixture congestion or the five subs thing or whatever it is that he wants to criticize he will never tell us the full truth of an internal matter if that will paint anything about the club be it the ownership the players the training ground the stadium whatever he will never ever be negative about anything to do with the club that's just who he is. And that's fine. There's no problem with that at all. But what I need to know from the people who are adamant that we do not need a midfielder, I need to know what your starting midfield is. I need to know what you believe the best midfield three that Liverpool have is. Because if that that trio includes Jordan Henderson as an eight, then you live in cloud cuckoo land. Because last season, he was awful. The season before, he was poor. So far this season, Community Shield and Saturday, he's been dreadful. The worst player on the pitch by a considerable margin in both games. So you're lying if you tell tell me he's the answer. There's no basis for your claim that he's good enough to start as an eight. He's also 32 years of age and injury prone. So there are three problems with Jordan Henderson. He's 32, he's injury prone, and he's not good enough. So who are the other options? Well, Nabi Keita. Nabi is good enough. Nabi's the right age, but Nabi is injury prone. And Nabi is also better on the left of the midfield in the same way Thiago is. Now, Thiago, we know, has injury problems and is likely now to miss a spell of time. Thiago and Nabi combined give us one world-class midfielder that we can rely on. The, the two of them being rotated in that left-sided role gives us that role boxed off. But it takes the two of them. And by doing that, it means the other one can't play on the opposite side. If Thiago starts, Naby has to be on the bench and come on around 70. If Naby starts, Thiago has to be on the bench and come on around 70. So that's two midfielders taken up with that position. Then there's the holding role. Fabinho's obviously fantastic. But Fab is 29. He's never played more than 30 league games for us. He missed 15 games in all competitions last season. He has injury issues. So who's the backup for him? Well, it could be Henderson. Henderson is fine there against poor teams. You put him in there against, well, last season it was Burnley and Watford. Burnley at home, not the away game. Watford, at Man United, who are awful. And he's fine. If a team doesn't attack through the middle of the pitch, he's okay in that role. Defensively, he's never going to be good. He never has been. He just ran a lot and fooled a lot of silly people. 
But he can do a job as your number six, and he can spell Fabinho. But again, that's him there. That's a different player to the one that plays as an eight. James Milner is 36, soon to be 37, hasn't been good enough to be a starter for this team in years, and has had injury problems over the last three seasons. So he takes all three boxes. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, 29, hasn't been good enough to play for this team for years as a starting midfielder. And obviously, an incredible history of injuries. Curtis Jones. Now, Curtis is a young player, 21 years of age. Has talent, but has never, ever shown that he's good enough consistently to start for this team. That's not his fault. That's actually Klopp's fault. Because... Curtis is an attack-minded player. Curtis came through the academy as a 10 or a left-winger. He's not a left-sided 8 in our system. He could have been developed as the right-sided 8, but he wasn't. And that's what's caused the inconsistencies. And the best thing that could happen for Curtis is to go on loan. To go somewhere and play 25 to 30 league games as a starter. Play regularly in a position that suits him and allow him to develop. And then there's Harvey Elliott. He's 19. He had a catastrophic injury last season. Are we really placing the hopes of our season on a 19-year-old with less than 10 Premier League starts? Is that what we're doing? So it's all well and good to say, well, Liverpool have eight midfielders and these midfielders played X amount of minutes last season and we almost won the league. Almost is the key word. Almost is the key word. We didn't win the league. And we didn't just lose the league by a point because if we'd gotten one point more, City still would have won the league on goal difference. So throw that argument out the door. We lost the season. We lost the title. Brighton at home, Brentford away, Leicester away. You can add West Ham in if you want. I'm not having the argument that we lost the title in the games against Chelsea and Spurs and City because they're really good teams. We lost the title, Brentford away. That's two points dropped. That would have won us the league. Brighton at home, 2-0 up at home to Brighton who couldn't score in brothels with fistfuls of tenors. Two nil up, threw it away, two points dropped. We went to Leicester when they were playing terribly and had an injury crisis. And we lost one nil. And that's three points dropped because that should have been a win. The Leicester City team on that day, Casper Schmeichel, Timothy Castanier, who's their third choice fullback, Luke Thomas, who's a backup fullback. Their first choice fullbacks, remember, are Pereira and James Justin. 
at centre back day they had Daniel Amarty, who's a midfielder, and Will Fendidi, who's also a midfielder. They're missing both first choice centre backs. Their entire first choice defence is gone. Hamza Chowdhury, Bubakari Samari, and Kieran Dewsbury Hall lined up in midfield for them. Their starting midfield is Tielemans and Didi and Dewsbury Hall. So two of their starting midfielders weren't there. One of them's playing centre back. None of the first choice defence, two thirds of the midfield missing. They were awful on the day. And we still lost the game. We started Henderson, Fabinho and Ox in that game. The same midfield started against West Ham and was equally poor. Henderson's refusal to do his defensive work allowed Adam Ola-Luckman to run him up. And that's how we lost that game. The same thing against Brighton. Look at the goals that they scored and ask what was Henderson doing. Look at the Brentford game. Ask where the midfield was against Brentford. Where the help for our defence was from any of them. We lost the title last season on those three games. Like That's seven points. We win the league at a counter. If we win those three games. We lost the title last season. Because of our midfield. We didn't lose it because Salah missed a penalty. We were only in the mix. Because of Salah. We didn't lose the title. Because Virgil took a little bit of time to get up to speed. Because we were only in the mix. Because of people like Virgil. We lost it because of the midfield. Because of injuries and because of players who just aren't good enough. And every single one of the eight midfielders has a big question mark next to their name. Some because they're injured. Some because they're simply not good enough. And some because they're just too young. You look at that Manchester City eleven. It's not a better team than ours, man for man. Go man for man through their team versus our team. Allison's the goalkeeper. Trent is the right back. You can argue Diaz over Matip, Matip over Diaz, whatever. It's close. They're neck and neck. Virgil is the left side centre back. Canseo's the left back, but again, it's close. The holding midfield, it could be either one. Fab or Rodri, they're both great. You could go Thiago or Bernardo, whichever you want. But it's close. It's a conversation to be had. It's Salah on the right wing, but Mares is really good. It's Foden on the left wing, but Diaz is really good. It's Haaland through the middle, but Darwin is really good. The only position... That the gap is enormous is that third midfielder. And it is enormous. Kevin De Bruyne versus Jordan Henderson. It is a massive gulf. 
go through position by position and in a combined 11, we have more players than them. But in all the positions where it's our player, they have a good player. Kyle Walker is a good player. Not great, but he's good. He's better defensively than Trent. America Laporte is excellent. He's probably top four or five centre-back in the league. Ederson is a top five goalkeeper in the league. Rodri's great. Bernardo's great. Mares is very good. They don't actually have a weak link in their 11. And you look at what they can bring off the bench. It's Jack Grealish, a hundred million pound footballer. Now, I'm not a huge fan, but he's clearly a good player. Calvin Phillips, a very good player. Ilkay Gundogan, a great player. They've got John Stones. Now, we've got better centre-backs, but they've got Stones and Aki, who are both fine and pretty good. They don't have a weakness. In the players that play regularly for City, there's nobody who's even a nothing player, let alone a net negative. And we have a net negative. And I get that he's the captain, and I get that some people think that because he lifted trophies, that makes him a better player. Some people seem to believe that because his superior teammates were responsible for us winning titles, that that makes him a better player than he actually is. It's not the case. It's not the case at all. As an eight, he is a net negative in this team. He's poor on the ball, and he's awful defensively. He's a mediocre presser. His legs are going He's terrified when he has possession and is under any kind of pressure. And just hoofs it away time and time and time again. But he's got the best PR in the world. Never has a player been more protected by the media, ever. If Naby Keita turned in the performance he did on Saturday, Pierce, Lynch, Jones, King, all of them would have slandered him like they did last season after the Atletico Madrid game, which, by the way, we won and Naby scored a worldie. Henderson had 15 worse performances last year than that one awful Naby performance. And not a word was said. He was awful against City and morons tried to claim he was an 8 and 9 out of 10. He was awful against Fulham. And other morons tried to claim he was the best of the midfielders. All because they don't want to accept what's in front of their eyes. And it's the same thing when it comes down to Liverpool don't need a midfielder. They don't want to accept that Liverpool need a midfielder. Because they already said last summer, no we don't. We don't need a midfielder. And they were so arrogant about it. And then they were proven wrong. They were proven wrong when last season we clearly did need a midfielder. And all of those players, Thiago, Fab, Henderson, Milner, that play so much, they're all a year older now. 
They haven't gotten less injury prone. They haven't gotten any better. And some of them have gotten notably worse. But they refuse to accept or to admit that we need a midfielder. I saw it over the weekend. I saw people who have spent months slandering other fans. Oh, all you want is transfers. Openly say, I'd love to upgrade the midfield. Oh, so you agree the midfield needs to be upgraded. Just say it. Stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to everybody else. Stop blaming other players. You know what the problem is. We all know what the problem is. We know who the weak link is. And his performances are that bad. They have a knock-on effect on others. Fabinho's getting criticised for his form at the end of last season when he was exhausted having had to carry Henderson all year. Look at the knock-on effect. Trent gets slandered for his defensive work when he's always left 2v1 because Henderson won't do his job. Oh, he's not in the team to provide goals. Well, what's he in the team to do? Assists? No. Defensive work? No. Leadership? Nonsense. Nonsense. Virgil's been the on-field leader of this team for years. Just because he doesn't scream and shout and throw tantrums doesn't mean he's not the leader of the team. We saw it when Virgil was out. The lack of leadership in the team was staggering. Absolutely staggering. So come up with all the intangible nonsense you want. The fact of the matter is that Jordan Henderson isn't good enough to play for this team anymore. Not as an eight. He's fine to fill in as a six. He'd be fine coming off the bench for 10, 15 minutes here and there. He's not good enough to start as an eight, and truthfully, he never has been. And while you might look at finishing second as a good season, I don't. This club exists to win league titles and European Cups. That's not what I said. That's what Bob Paisley said. It's what Bill Shankly ingrained in this club. From Shankly to Paisley to Kenny. Any season that ended without Liverpool holding either a league title or a European Cup was a failure. The reason Alex Ferguson had so much success is because he took that same mindset. The reason Pep has such success is he takes that same mindset. And we need to take that mindset as well. League title or European Cup. Nothing else is good enough. Now, last season we won two cups and you can make allowances for that. But stop with this, well, we almost won the quadruple. Almost. If we'd won the quadruple, I would accept your point. We didn't. And we didn't for one reason. Because we weren't good enough in midfield. We've got the best goalkeeper in the world, the best defence in the world, and one of the very best attacks in the world. Now, Fabinho and Thiago are great, but two men can't do the work of three. 
You're only as good as your weakest link. And our weakest link is really, really weak. Take a look at this as Anfield. Take a look at Liverpool.com. On Anfield Index, we've got uh, a couple of different articles. One by Aditya Narayan uh, entitled Observation from a Disappoint- Observations from a Disappointing Opener. Uh, starts with a bit on Henderson, bit on the injuries, bit on the number nine situation. By the way, talk of an extension for Bobby. No. No, no. No. A one-year deal, maybe. But Bobby looks properly washed. And again, if we're all being really honest about this, Bobby hasn't been very good for a while now. He was okay last season, had a decent run, and then fell off again. But the two previous seasons, including the one we won the league, Bobby was poor. And when people talk about credit in the bank, trusting this team because they've won the European Cup and the league, this isn't the same team. Sadio's gone and Ginny's gone. Ginny was never replaced. Bobby's fallen off a cliff. Henderson leapt off that same cliff. Milner's older, significantly worse. Divock is gone. Those are key contributors who are either gone or no longer able to contribute. There's also a piece up entitled The Postmortem uh, by Stephen Smith to give that one a read. And podcast-wise, there is the Nina Kaiser show, there is post-match raw, and there is rate don't hate. I've, I've had enough for today. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.